and we are back. I'm just thinking about the Inner Harbor. Yeah. From Baltimore. I take me back to the Baltimore. <laughs> you ever been aboard one of the vessels in Don't Baltimore's Inner Harbor? I've been aboard the Constellation. Actually, I don't think I've been on the Constellation. Sorry, go ahead, though. Constellation is cool. Um, I've been... I, I never went on the Torsk. I know you did that. I haven't been on the Chesapeake. I haven't been on the other one that I do not remember what it is called. The Cutter. The Cutter. The, yeah, it's just a number. Um, no, it's not. It's got a name. Oh, the Tawny. The Tawny. The Tawny. I said it earlier. Yeah, the yeah. Tawny. Now, the Taurusk was cool. I spent the night on the Taurusk and the Cubs. Was your thing a Cub Scout thing when you went on the Constellation? Uh, like... It might have been a school thing. Oh, a school thing. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Was it on the trip where you went to Fort McHenry? I don't know, man. I remember going to Fort McHenry in school. I remember that as well, but... Might have been a different trip. I never went on the Constellation. I mean, it's we just... Did the aquarium, like, twice. <laughs> I remember going to the aquarium in middle school. But, uh... But, yeah. The Constellation's uh, kind of cool. I mean, it's... it's If you've ever been on an old ship like that, it's it's that. Like... But, you know, I, I just... I love our, our nautical tradition, you know? Yeah, known as the, the Den of Pirates or whatever. Whatever the British yeah, that's, what they, that's what they called Baltimore, folks. It's full of pirates, folks. That's, Can't... that's, what, the, that's what the British are saying. There's <laughs> just so <laughs> many. It's full of pirates. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> I, I don't know, folks. Guess we'll see. They say they can. They say they can shell Fort Nick Henry in the submission, folks. They are. They burned Washington. <laughs> they really did. You, you'll. Go go look at Washington, folks. I don't know Baltimore. Den Den maybe it is full of pot. Maybe they should burn it, folks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, Royal, the Royal Navy. Maybe it makes it's, sense to burn it. It's it's the most powerful navy in the world. That's what they're saying. I, can, can Baltimore stop them? I I doubt it. <laughs> fort McKen good fort, very good fort. <laughs> stop. Star shaped, made out of made out of a, a good good brick construction, good Irish name. <laughs> but it's the Royal Navy, folks. They they got Francis Scott Key on the ships. He's he's, he's stuck out there. <laughs> they won't let him off. Not until they've taken the city. They say they're gonna burn the whole thing down. They're gonna burn. Maybe they should burn it down. <laughs> what do you, folks? Folks, what do you, come on? <sighs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, Cleveland, Ohio wants us to, to to take wants the Royal Navy to take Fort McHenry. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they should write a song about it. Yeah, I think it's kind of overlooked how fucking um, gay it was for Francis Scott Key to be trapped on the ship or whatever. It's just be writing fucking. What was his reason for being out there? Do you remember? No, I thought he got captured. But I was I like, think he was sent to negotiate. And they I just, mean, this is, 
so the whole thing, I mean, this is like the stupid writing of the National Anthem Battle of Fort McHenry is like the bit of Maryland mythology that, that is drilled into your head in elementary school. Yeah. At least it was for me. It's like right. I had an insanely nationalistic music teacher who, who had us learn all the verses of the National Anthem. Maryland's racist state song, which was like officially changed a couple years ago. Yeah. Because it was like Confederate propaganda. <laughs> and... um. <laughs> All of the different military songs. We had to learn Anchors Away, the Air Force song, the Caissons Go Rolling Along, and the Marine Corps hymn. But we never learned the Coast Guard song. That's so fucking nuts, uh, actually. It it was insane, but, you know, over hill, over dale, as they hit the dusty trail, and the army goes rolling. Like, you know, we had to learn all of that shit. It was really insane. Um... But yeah, so we spent like two weeks of music class just learning about the Battle of Fort McHenry um, <laughs> and, and Francis Scott Key and all the different verses of the National Anthem that he wrote. Um, oh, fuck but yeah, on. I'm pretty sure he was like, he was just like some limp-wristed Catholic lawyer who got like sent out to the British Navy as like an emissary, like, oh, please don't burn down the city of Baltimore. <laughs> You know, like I think, and then they're like, "We won't if Fort McHenry surrenders." And then Fort McHenry didn't surrender, and um, they couldn't bombard it into submission. Big surprise, by the way. It's very hard to do that in like a single day. And they're like, "Fine, guess we'll leave." <laughs> you know, the dumbest, kind of the dumbest battle actually in history. When yeah. you get right down to it, it's just like, oh yeah, a bunch of like 18th century warships trying to shell a fort into submission. Very hard to do, actually. Not surprising that the defender wins that one. Yeah. When they like, was there a land component? Like, did they land troops? Uh, I think they did actually. I think they tried. I don't. Yeah, and they were actually beaten back. I guess that's kind of cool. But uh. But yeah. So anyway. I never got. I I went to Fort. I've been to Fort McHenry a couple times, once or twice, I think. I feel like we took uh, my Chinese exchange students there. Really? Showed them, showed them Maryland history. Um, Yeah. We also took them to the aquarium. I remember that. (laughs) Were you there for that, or? Yeah. Do you remember when we we took the light rail down from Hunt Valley? Um, it's just all the Chinese kids in the light rail. Um, and then later, Zach's Chinese exchange student, the big kind of round kid, right? Uh, he said, Oh, we, like, I don't know, he, he said something strange, and, and, and Zach's like, What? And he said, There were many black people on that train. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, Uh, yeah, there's many black people in Baltimore City. Is that uh, a problem for you? <laughs> and he just, he just like shrugged. <laughs> Fair enough. It. I mean, he what he wasn't wrong. He was just saying that there's a lot of them. <laughs> didn't say nothing about it. Didn't say it was a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, so. Uh, I got to, I went to the fort. I've been on the Torsk. I spent the night on the Torsk as a Cub Scout, where I caught a horrible stomach flu and was violently ill for like the next week. Um, and as a component of that trip, 
I got to um got to have a meal on the light ship Chesapeake. It's like a floating lighthouse, folks. It's amazing. Yeah. I also got to have dinner on the Coast Guard Cutter, World War II veteran, USCG Roger B. Tawney. Because <laughs> we in Maryland cannot help naming stuff after these racists. Uh, Roger B. Tawney is, our, is, is Maryland's greatest racist. Yeah, probably the most uh, famous racist. Supreme Court judge who did the uh, Dred Scott decision saying, uh, no, it doesn't matter if you go to the North, you actually are still a slave. Um, which was very cool. Yeah, you um, kind of have to admit that he, <laughs> Tawney kind of went beast mode there. <laughs> yeah, he was really balling out for uh, the South on that one. But, um... Yeah, so we we've we we've got a, a town named after him in Maryland. Yeah, uh, we used to have a statue in front of the the state capitol, but they took that down a little while ago. But fortunately, we still have the Coast Guard cutter Roger B. Tawney. Right. Um, was that always called that, or did they like name it that after they put it in Maryland? Uh, I don't. Give know me exactly. give me some some boat facts, Kyle. Uh, pull pull that shit up. I want to learn more about this vessel. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, ship. Uh, is the Liberty ship built? Uh, it was launched in 1941. Mm-hmm. Uh, low cat, and uh, it uh was. It was sunk by torpedoes. Hold on. What? No, this is a different ship. <laughs> this is... Oh, okay, hold on. There is another <laughs> ship called the Roger Tawny. <laughs> <laughs> One that got blown up by the Japs? <laughs> the Germans, but... Oh, the Germans. Yeah. Sank by the Nazi motherfuckers, huh? <laughs> this... They hate Maryland history. It's not... <laughs> This was launched uh, in 1936 mm. as a treasury-class cutter. <laughs> Is that really what we called it? Yes. Treasury-class? The, tre the treasury-class. That's so lame. Yeah, it's a little gay, isn't it? Ugh. Okay, I mean, I don't know. I guess... I don't know. What are other ship... Classic. I feel like they're always named after like presidents and states, yeah, hold on. like in the navy. Like, the, like you've got like the or battles. Like you have like the Yorktown class or like the George Washington class or something like that. Right. Um, the treasury class. God. Hold on. You got the the Arleigh Burke class destroyer. That sounds cool. Yeah, classic. I don't know who Arlie Burke is, but that sounds pretty good. I don't know either. The oh, Avenger cool. class. That's awesome. The Spearhead class. Okay, badass again. The Freedom class. Right, now that's a little stereotypical, but I mean, I'll give it to him. The Whidbey Island class. Dock landing ship. Okay, never mind. That one's not very good, and I don't want to serve on one of those. <laughs> The Cyclone class. That's, That's cool. kind of like just stealing from what the British kind of do. 
Yeah, they they like to use all that stuff. That's like storms and shit. Yeah, the Spruance class. It's <laughs> fine. He was an admiral. That makes sense. Yeah, even though he got cucked by Vincent. <laughs> Should we? I think I think Carl Vincent deserves his own episode. Carl actually. Vincent is a fucking character. Should should we should we delve into the Carl Vincent lore? Oh fuck lay it, it. Lay, lay it on the audience. Okay, Tell us a little bit. So Carl Vinson was a, a senator or a representative from somewhere in the South, Louisiana, Georgia, Georgia maybe. I think. On, uh, basically, he was uh, he was from Georgia. Yeah, and for some reason, he was really fucking big on the Navy, <laughs> like like really involved with it. He wasn't in the Navy. No. At any point. No, never. Uh, he was just really fucking intrigued by it. He basically helped, you know, get a bunch more funding from the Navy and such and so forth. But the other thing that he did is he constantly was just, like, bitching. Just fucking shutting down Admiral Spruance. He was like, a World War Two hero, Admiral Admiral Raymond Spruance, I believe. Raymond, yeah, right? yeah, Raymond. They they tried to nominate him a lot for the uh, the fleet to be the fleet admiral, and mm-hmm. uh, basically Vincent just kept saying, "No, I'm not going to do that," because he wanted uh, William Halsey to be the, the fleet admiral. Halsey. Uh, yeah, that's what they called him. Basically, the funniest thing, this is funny, by the way, uh, is that he was, like, super fucking racist. He signed, like, the Southern Manifesto. Yeah, the Southern Manifesto, uh, shit like that. And, you know, there's still a ship named after him. Um, Not just a ship, a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. Yeah, like... Carl Vinson. One of the most important ships that we have um yeah like there's we've got like 50 presidents but <laughs> we've got a ship named after carl vinson <laughs> like yeah are you kidding me <laughs> but however he was referred to as the father of the two ocean navy are black sailors allowed to serve on the uss carl vinson <laughs> <laughs> no it's actually the only vessel that is still segregated uh actually it, it didn't exist when the 13th amendment was passed so, <laughs> so um i think i think you neglected the part of the story that i find funniest which is that um vincent also tried to deny spruins his like pension <laughs> and like congress had to like specifically like act to like guarantee that like a five-star admiral would would receive a pension when he retired <laughs> Because Carl Vincent just didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, so Carl Vincent, kind of a shit guy. Um, Very funny. Somebody who should have had nothing to do with the Navy, but pretty much decided that he wanted to. And and now has just one of the most powerful warships in human history named after him. Just not a good guy. Some... It's just it's one of these absurd figures that just should not have existed in in our history but does you know right and i'm just figuring like you know you join the coast guard the navy whatever for nautical adventure something yeah. that i've attempted to do yeah I think often about you know i want to just 
be out on the on the open ocean, you know, yeah. just just with with just the guys. I assume. I guess they let women in the navy now, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, you know, just the the salty sea air going through my hair. Well, I guess they don't let you quite have cool hair in the navy anymore. Either. No. See, this is what the, the military fucking sucks. Is I'm not gonna join because I'm not gonna cut my hair like like you know gay ass. Yeah, you pretty much have to be a fucking weird to be in the in yeah military now. It's, uh, I actually yeah, have a friend that's gonna enlist in the navy. So, I mean, good, good for him. I mean, if you're going to enlist in any of them, the Navy makes absolutely the most sense. I think. Right. Um, and you know, yeah, it's the most comfortable, the safest, and and probably the one where you learn something that's actually useful. Yeah. But um, unless you want to fly a plane, I guess. Oh, you you can still take that to commercial aviation. Yeah. It still take that experience. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. But the matter, you, you know, you join the navy. You know, you're just trying to it, go to Bahrain for I don't know Middle Eastern hookers, and uh, you know, just have a nautical adventure with your guys. And if you're lucky, you get to fire some Tomahawk missiles at Syria or something. Yeah. Um, and you join the navy, and, and instead of being put on an event on an Avenger class or a Freedom class. <laughs> Uh, you're put aboard the treasury class. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? I, what do you like? You just have to kill yourself. Like you resign your. That's you know. You just become just a substance abuser. Yeah. And resign your commission. Basically, I, I mean, God, like that. Just like I don't. I know. mean, imagine you. You're you're in you're in Bahrain with all of these like, you know, exotic these, women. All these exotic women who have been kidnapped from India and had their papers had their papers taken and withheld from them by like whatever prince is is pimping them out, um, and you know they're like, hey, hey, sailor, what class of United States Navy vessel do you serve on? You know, right. yeah, uh, it, it's just like you're just you you know you cannot admit that you serve on the Treasury class vessel. All of the prostitutes are gonna laugh at you. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're just like, uh, uh, you serve on an Avenger class or a Freedom? Do you serve on the USS Carl Vinson? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I serve on a Coast Guard cutter. It's like, which is in parade oh, for wow. some reason. <laughs> wow, I mean, the Coast Guard works internationally. Do they? It's oh. very, yeah, they do. It, it's very strange, actually. Oh, I didn't um, know that. No, yeah, they do. It's it it's there's some cloudy like kind of mission situations where like but like they do some anti-piracy stuff it's very it's very weird actually that doesn't um, seem like it should be our job it's weird the the coast guard has like a special like law enforcement deal that the navy it's it's very yeah it's particular but uh, it also just has to do with like bureaucratic infighting where everybody wants a piece of the pie and, yeah. but all of that but yeah it's like as a Oh, oh, you know, oh, I serve on a treasury class cutter. <laughs> you know, it's just immediately ev everyone in in the in the tavern in Bahrain, which I'm sure there are many. Everyone just starts laughing at you. You know, it's just <laughs> just <laughs> the 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 14 year old prostitute that you're talking to drop like was lets go of your hand and walk, turns away in disgust, like oh. You know, 
I'll never be whored out to a man who serves on a treasury class cutter. You know? <laughs> God. Yeah. Just absolutely cocked ship to serve on. I'm thinking about the, the Gulf states now. Uh, have you heard that, you know, since they're doing the World Cup in Qatar, it's like they already, we have a, a confirmed like 6,500 deaths or something, and that's just the confirmed ones from like the, the slave labor. Slave workers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, I gotta imagine that's around like, what, 10,000 probably? If we're 10 only... or 15, I bet. Yeah. It's just so fucked that we're, that they're putting it like, in Qatar, place that has has no footballing history, right? Mm-hmm. A place that is is an atrocity when it comes to human rights. It's just like put it and put the Moroccans were making a nice bit. Put it in Morocco. Yeah, you can still do the Muslim thing. It's fine. Yeah. Just do not do that country. Right. The Gulf the Gulf states are deeply offensive to me. I oh, really yeah. um... I hate that shit. I hate Dubai. I hate. I went to a bunch of girls. Uh, there's a bunch of girls I went to college with. Who all have like basically very normie liberal opinions, mm-hmm. you know. But like, they had one rich friend whose family had like a penthouse suite in like Dubai, like in whatever Ugh. the same building as like the princes live in or whatever. And so, like, she would just like take them like on like trips like on break or even just on fucking long weekends they would just fly to dubai and they post all these pictures of you know they just put on the hijab but then they're just like hanging out at all these like malls you know like you know oh my just all of it's just it's just like a horrifying like capitalist hellhole (laughs) but with like actual slavery like worse far worse than anything we have here yeah oh like it sent me through the I, like ugh. <laughs> how can you like be okay with what you're doing like just going to any of these countries means just being like 100% like helping to finance this bullshit because yeah. none of these countries make anything is the other thing that drives me absolutely insane it's just empty oil wealth yep. and they buy or steal everything they have yeah, that's what uh I say about fucking um Elon Musk a lot is he doesn't make anything people fucking mm-hmm. use, you know? Mm-hmm. He's he makes money. It's like the fucking 49ers, not the football team, but you know what I mean? It's just fucking <laughs> fucking prospecting. Like like people are just assuming, "Oh, well one day he's going to start making a lot of money, right?" And because of that, he's making a fuck ton of money already. He hasn't well, done anything yet. There's like very like that was one I, I caused my like I had like a brain aneurysm when I was looking at some like stock market type bullshit a right. while ago. And when like I saw that Tesla had become like the most highly valued automaker in the world. And it's like insane. Like this is a company that produces like a couple hundred thousand cars a year that then like burst in the flames randomly. Yeah. You know? And like You've got Volkswagen making however many fucking millions of cars a year, like all in Toyota, you know, just companies that actually produce something, you know, on a scale just vastly beyond (laughs) anything that that Musk and Tesla's, it's insane, it's just all hype, just, and this is, it drives me insane, just our economy has become pure finance, and by Uh that I mean that 
that value is no longer attached to value, basically. Yeah. Like, nothing is worth its material value anymore. It's all speculation. It's just number games. It's totally detached from economic reality. It yeah. doesn't matter the product you produce. It doesn't matter the number or quality of, of, of things that are coming off the assembly line. You know? Right. Um, and, company, and, and that's the thing is that it's leaked. And this is why America's economy is, is just in, in the state that it's in and everything just keeps getting worse all the time. Is that the people in, investing and sitting on the boards of these companies understand this. And they no longer care about delivering a product. It's right. all about just how do you like make enough money to retire with a golden parachute in five years? And, and how do you make enough money that everyone on the board can cash out? Yeah. You know? Um, and it's this, just every, everyone is failing upwards all the time. This is like kind of leads This is why the Chinese are going to own our asses. Yeah. Because they actually make shit. Mm-hmm. People, they make wa- things people, need. people wonder why there's nothing that's made in America anymore. It's because, anyway, I, I was talking, this kind of leads into something. I was, I was talking to one of my friends, and we kind of were getting a little existential, and I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to, like, I, I was, like, talking about how it pisses me off that people are greedy, because it's like, how can you not think about, like, beyond yourself, like, next generations and shit? And he was like, I never do that. I'm, I'm just trying to make it so I live well, and then well, I'm not going to worry about what's after me because that's, that's bullshit. I, I don't know. It's like, I'm always thinking about like the next shit. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a selfless fucking saint of a man, but it, it's just like people that sit back and just like hoard. I don't know how you can do that in, in like good consciousness. Like, well, it's really killing me as I approach graduation. I will say, if I'm, because I've, I've been stuck thinking about this bullshit a lot recently, because I've been stuck inside. Um, but, like, I am surrounded by so many people at, at, at my school whose entire mission in life has been to sell out. Yeah. I, guess it, I guess it's not really selling out, if that's your objective from the beginning. But, like, just the idea of just going and doing something empty and meaningless with your life, just filling an office at some bank or financial bullshit, you know, whatever made-up career, and producing nothing, helping no one, advancing nothing, you know. It's it's horrifying in its emptiness for me. Like, Like, I'm not even paying attention to the fact that you were just actively helping to make the world worse for everyone, which is absolutely part and parcel of that. But it's just like it's so meaningless. Yeah. That I cannot understand how you can commit and waste decades of your life on it. I'm increasingly horrified as I like get close to graduation that I just see how bad everything is and how it's just getting worse all the time. And I really just do not want to have even the smallest part in it. But there's like no escaping from this bullshit. So Uh I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm going to try to do the Peace Corps maybe for a little while. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be good. Where you want to go? Um. I I don't know. I, it, it's interesting. I mean, they do some stuff in like I wouldn't mind doing going the parts of like Eastern Europe or the Caucasus. Right. You know, like uh, I've been to Albania already, so I know I can take it. 
It's like mm-hmm. Albania, Ukraine, Georgia, Armenia. Like they do a lot there. Yeah. Uh, I, obviously, the golden ticket is if you can get sent to a Pacific island. Right. Uh, I mean, that is the absolute best you can do. Um, get the fucking Fiji. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Um, other than that, I, don't, I mean, I could handle probably Africa or whatever. Um, yeah, if it's like if it's like like Ghana or something. Yeah, as long as it's not like Mali. I mean, they don't send they don't send Peace Corps people to like war zones, obviously. Yeah. So they don't want to have to try to get them out. It's a real pain. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I mean, the worst thing is like you know, they send you like Burkina Faso. You know, it's just like right. you're really out in in, in another. I mean, I can take it anyway. It's like a two. It's a year or two thing. I mean, uh, I think that's about the term. Hear me out, but like being somewhere like Burkina Faso, where like somewhere like Ghana, it, it's, it, I think I would at least be a little bit more hopeful, right? Because there's at least shit, things like... Are, things are getting better. Things are getting better, days. right? Where yes. it's, like, here, I just, like, it's just dog shit all the time. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, and it's the insane thing. It's, like, yes, you are giving up a lot of comforts. Like, you know, yes, you don't have reliable hot showers. You probably don't have the internet, yeah. which is perhaps a blessing. Um, but it would be like you you actually get to live somewhere where you fucking make you something seeing, you, know? you are seeing history moving in a positive direction which is something that this country has not seen since like the year 1990 <laughs> yeah I, I literally for 30 years Americans have only seen things get worse yeah it's like I'm trying for to for my entire life and your entire life things have only gotten worse that's true like, isn't isn't that incredible? Yeah. It's it makes me it makes me want to cry. I'm not even kidding. It, it it's it's horrible. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to be like somewhere where you can where you can fucking make something. And it doesn't it doesn't feel like that this whole place, this this coil, it feels rather shallow. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm having illusions of grandeur and I mean, everyone, everyone does, naturally. Everyone wants to do something with meaning in their life. Very few manage to. But, but this... Uh, this there's, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with aspiring to that, though. Because otherwise, to do so is human. No, I totally hear you. It, that's, yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, not only are, is, is, is everything just getting worse, we are just totally stripped of agency. We are just along for the ride, you know? That's what it really gets to me. I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's time for the ad read. We're at now we're forty. Now we're forty. We're doing great. I feel great. I, I think we've this. said some good stuff here. I think there's only it's like good so far. I think there's only like five minutes of bullshit. No, so we're we're getting we're clearly getting better at this. Yeah. But, uh, I could do this all night. I can, maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe folks. We'll see. Right, right. So here's the thing, folks. <laughs> If you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. <laughs> they, uh, I don't know. They, there's something about the discreet packaging. I, I don't fucking remember. I don't remember. We're not making any money off this. No. We're um, actually just... This is straight from the heart, word of mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a, a pure BlueChew devotee. <laughs> I only use it to jerk off, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... For me, personally, as someone uh, with a penis that's two and a half inches long, which 
does not work. <laughs> Has never gotten hard in my entire life. But that's normal. That's yeah. That's which is I. I'm led to believe this is true of every red-blooded American man. Um, <laughs> I would not be able to survive without Blue Chew. I actually would have uh, slipped my wrists ages ago if it wasn't for this medication's ability to make me feel something, literally anything, just the smallest tingle of of, of nerve activity. <laughs> um... <laughs> God fucking damn it! <laughs> Do other countries have the same rate of like dick pill usage as as America? I mean, I gotta imagine, right? Like. I'm not sure. Are you well, saying certainly that... the only country that advertises it, man? I mean, I haven't been to a ton of other countries. I've been to a no, decent amount. There's no other country that like you turn on a soccer game and there's a commercial for like Viagra. That's only in America that that exists. Yeah, but we've never been to like South America or like Africa. Or... Mm, that's true. Uh, we we only have a sample size that's like. Western Europe, a little bit of it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're probably right. I bet down in Brazil they probably are way. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Brazilians probably popping that like fucking smarties, yeah. you know. Respect for I, I, my respect for the Brazilians. Although they, uh, they sometimes get on my nerves with their, I'll say, eccentric posting on the uh, HLTV esports forums. Mm. Um, I just I just spilled Modelo all over my sheets. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I am the dumbest motherfucker alive. Sorry, <laughs> please continue with your Brazilian tirade. Right. Uh, I was kind of just talking about HLTV. Um, mm. which is if you you probably not familiar. It's like uh, it's basically just like a forum for talking about Counter Strike. Uh, like like esports in particular, not like just playing the game, and uh, it's full of Brazilians. It's it's full of Europeans. Everybody's on here. Um, Everybody, where the world meets, the crossroads. Yeah, of the world. it's basically like, and like half the people on here are Nazis, mm. um, because they just make threads where it's just like uh, Swedistan question mark basically, uh-huh. and then they. Uh, and there's like a few Spanish Francoists, like unironically. Of course. Yeah. That's esports hour too. Esports hour. I talk about Francisco Franco and the Brazilians. Did you see they just took down Spain's last like Franco statue? Yeah, I saw from, that. Uh, a little colony in Morocco. Which one? Anyway. Mayila? Uh, yeah, that one. There's like two of them. Yeah, I couldn't forget. I couldn't remember what they were called. You think we should, uh, maybe we could do a bit. Should we just go get some, some gas station, like, dick pills, like the scary, <laughs> like, non-FDA approved ones, and, and just see what they do when we take them? Uh. Just maybe mix them with different drugs and alcohols, and, <laughs> and just, just see what happens. Yeah, I'm uh. Just trying to feel, I'm just trying to feel something, man. Yeah, well, that sounds like fun. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of pretty functional when it comes uh, to being. Now you're just talking bullshit because we know that's not true. Yeah, when it comes to being learning disabled, I'm like as functional as it gets. Mm. Like I've seen, oh, man, I've seen some retard. I can spot them now. 
<laughs> I've always been good at it. It was like there's this kid on, on our on our cross country team. First day of practice, I was like, he's a little autistic. And I was talking <laughs> to my friend, um my friend, and he was like I was like, You think that guy over there is a little autistic? And he was like, What what are you talking about? No way. And then I asked one of the kids, this was a younger kid. It's like I asked one of his friends and he was like, Yeah, he's a little autistic. And I was like, Well, what do you say? <laughs> what does that have to do with the dick pills though? Uh it's cause I kinda segued it into being disabled. Ah. Uh, of course. Yeah, but it's like do disabled people right now, like where are they on the on the vaccine? Like do they get it first? Because I was like, if I showed like not, up like mentally disabled, no, that doesn't matter. No, no, no. I mean but if I showed up and started acting like like a fucking downer, uh, like would I <laughs> No, I, that's not a risk factor. That that Damn. that would not get you at the front of the line. <laughs> I, I feel like it. Like I don't know. I feel like wouldn't they have some kind of like immune? Uh, maybe not. No, I, I don't think there's actually any physical side of that on the immune thing. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking some of these some of the gas station dick pills though just impressive. Like some of the crazy shapes. And if you've have yeah. you ever seen the one that's just rhino shaped? Yes, that's a, a first thing that came to my head. I want to try that shit. <laughs> I want like I hope it's got real like white rhino horn in it. Maybe like, I, hope, I hope that they've poached a rhinoceros to make this dick pill. Like all the like all the weird like Asian like liquors where it's like yes now I have the power of the giant salamander, you know, or I I ate this panda for its sexual. Prowess, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, just drinking like something with a little bit of tiger blood in it, you know, Bengal tiger blood. Yeah, it's like in the of... future, you know, modern science is going to just resolve. Like in the future, you know, people are going to look back and they're going to be like, "Holy shit!" People back then had dicks that were like smaller than four inches and never got hard. And today, everyone's penis is four and a half inches long and gets hard sometimes yeah like 70 percent of the time like 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 65 <laughs> you know uh it's everyone's gonna be like wow everyone's like kind of like every guy is now kind of sexually functional can you imagine back when nobody was sexually functional <laughs> which was everyone back in the year 2021 now in yeah the, yeah in the present day yeah going to be reading in the in the history books and the in the ebooks because it's the future and yeah. everything is going to be everything's going to be digital everything and is cyber it's certainly they're all, e they're all going to have cybernetic digital penises yeah it's get kind of hard it's a holograph of a semi-erect penis <laughs> they have to take virtual blue chew <laughs> in order to attain full function you know yeah 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm serious some of these like these gas station dick pills must cause like serious like vascular damage i i'd imagine so <laughs> like bad for your, they gotta be bad for your dick they gotta be bad for your heart just gotta be bad all around man <laughs> yeah like that stuff might not be legal right I don't know. I don't know. Some astonishing stuff. I'm just thinking. Of, what's 
the physical toll you pay. You get cancer, you know, you get cirrhosis so of what? the liver. Your dick is hard, you know? Yeah. I'm paralyzed I'm paralyzed from the waist down, but at least my dick gets hard. My penis is hard. That's all that's all I'm trying to that's all I'm trying to do. They can I can't they can treat cancer now. I'm blind. I I can't hear. <laughs> I got scoliosis. My my back is crooked. I got that condition where all your muscles turn into bone. Oh ah. elephantitis. <laughs> but my dick gets hard. I got I got I, this this dick pill gave me sick, sickle cell. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one where it's like, I don't know what it, what exactly it is, but it's like the one where you can't, like sometimes you just like can't control your legs. I don't know what that's called. I have no idea, man. I do not know the rare tropical illnesses that well. <laughs> the dick pills gave me scurvy and melanoma. <laughs> the dick pill gave me scarlet fever. It gave me... The, d- the dick pill gave me polio. <laughs> but I did and last. Polio. Too good at sex. I did last 46 seconds in bed before. 40, 46 seconds. Before I, I lost all feeling. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. Look, this is me. That's a blessing. I make it 18 seconds or so. <laughs> That's terrifying. I'm counting down. I'm counting down for me, and I'm like, oh, pray this doesn't last any longer. Because I don't know what I'm going to do with my hands, you know? I'm scared. I'm just like, all right, hang in. You know, I'm just like, like hang in there. You're you're almost there, chief, you know? Yeah. But that FDR making it more than 45 and then getting polio, uh, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. FDR getting side pussy from his secretary because we all know Eleanor was a le- secret lesbian, right? Um, according to people, I've seen this. I'm not even making it up. People actually have said that. So. God, can you? FDR was was definitely a Chad. I mean, oh I bet yeah. Could, I bet he could get twenty seconds even before taking taking the taking blue chew. The paralyzing pills. <laughs> Yeah, taking the poison pill, but uh, yeah. Can can you imagine the media circuit? Okay, breaking breaking news bulletin: <laughs> President Franklin Delano Roosevelt has had sex lasting more than forty five seconds. <laughs> we we take you now to the governor's mansion in Albany, New York. <laughs> Mister Roosevelt, this is uh Ed Edwin Rockefeller of of, of CBS News. Uh, is it true that people are saying you had sex lasting more than half a minute? Why, uh, yes. <laughs> well, not yes, just, I did. Not uh... just more than half a minute. <laughs> You're more not giving me enough credit. Four, 48 whole seconds if you trust this stopwatch. <laughs> this, this stopwatch, which I keep with me every <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck, I just bumped the mic. <laughs> Mr. President, uh, Alvin Rittenmeister of, of the New York Tribune, is it true that having this much sex caused you to lose use of your legs? <laughs> I... Uh, yes, sir, it is. <laughs> I, I will not lie. 
I've paid a physical price. <laughs> but I've set out a new physical achievement for the American man. <laughs> what? Mr. President? I, I have to... Come on, come on, spit it out. <laughs> Was it worth it, sir? Can, can you tell the American people? Is it worth the, the price you've paid? Why, Alvin? I'll be frank with you. Because I... I'll Let me say this. I mean to propose a new deal for the American people. And they need to know that they can trust Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> And so I must be perfectly honest. Yes, it was <laughs> worth it. And I would do it again. <laughs> oh. I have often said, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. God damn it. Mr. Mr. President, Mr. President, uh, yes, yes. You, what, what's your name? Eddie uh, Rickenbacker, New York, New York Herald. Uh, Mr. President, is it true that you accomplished this by getting side pussy from your secretary? <laughs> no, I'm Rickenbacker. I, I must say, you're getting a little bit personal in your question. Mr. President, I, I need a my, my readers demand a straight answer. I do mean to be honest with the American people. And so I say again, yes. With Eleanor, I was sometimes, I, I once and I, I will say with Eleanor we have had many, we have shared many a passionate night together and I once made it almost 25 seconds. <laughs> Our marital bed. All of our children in the room next door listening. But with my secretary, <laughs> whose services I appreciate very much, and with the assistance of certain next generation pharmaceuticals, I have managed to make it 48 seconds. If you trust the stopwatch a little bit more than 48 seconds, we're looking more at 48.6 seconds, but we must account for a delay between my climax, <laughs> me hitting the stopwatch, and then collapsing on my now useless atrophied legs. <laughs> there was... Every, every, everyone's scribbling on notepads. More, more than 46.8 seconds. Quarter of a second difference. <laughs> oh. Mr. Mr. President, this sounds like advancing. I have had, let me tell you, sir, I have had our, our best engineers from the Lockheed Aircraft Company, from General Motors. I've had, I've had the engineering wizards who have just finished the construction of America's new architectural marvel, the Grand Coulee Dam. They have all come together to collaborate on a new pill which will allow a man to exceed half a minute of sexual activity at only the potential cost of his motor function. <laughs> <laughs> We're still ironing out the kinks, gentlemen. But wouldn't you be willing to take a risk? <laughs> I sure was. <laughs> <laughs>
Mr. President, Mr. All the flash bulbs of the cameras are going off now. Choo, 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 choo. You know, it's a media frenzy. <laughs> you know, they're crowding, they're crowding in on, on, on Franklin Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt, by the way, is just standing, standing in the background for this entire press conference. As a woman does. She has to sit there, smile, smile for the camera, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. We bring you a breaking news bulletin. The Hindenburg has just exploded over Lakehurst, New Jersey. <laughs> Dolphins are presumed dead. Oh, God, look at that fireball. Jesus. Oh, the humanity. Oh, my God. Now we take you back to President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who has had more than half a minute of sex. <laughs> Mr. Roosevelt, is, is there any possibility that you're going to regain use of your legs? No. <laughs> but I knew the risks going in. <laughs> and I, may I say, gentlemen, I made the decision I did, not just for myself, but for all American people. For the good American worker who has a penis about two inches long <laughs> and cannot get hard, <laughs> who puts in a long day at the Ford Motor Works, goes home, turns on the radio to listen to his hometown team play a game of baseball, and then cannot get anything going in the bedroom. <laughs> we all know him. Because he is us. The average but man. I, my administration is here to fight for the average American. And I could not possibly keep that commitment if I was not willing to take a chance on these experimental dick pills. <laughs> According to our census, the American man's penis <laughs> is only, at most, Three inches long, and can get erect seventy percent of the time. Sixty-five. <laughs> <sighs> I can't really um do the FDR voice. I'll admit it. It's hard. I'm, I'm. I need to do more practice because I think we should do an episode where we just do like a a 1940s international accent, like all every actor back then. Right. You know. It's uh. It's a little bit, I guess it's, it's uh, a bit of an octave uh, up for me. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to get kind of just nasal with it. It's like a very, like, uh, back of the throat type. It's very weird. Yeah. I, I can do it kind of sometime. Hang on, like, we got we to gotta put the nightcap on this person. Uh, Mr. President, can I get any comment on the Destroyers for Bases deal with Great Britain? Uh, can you talk about the Lend-Lease arrangement? I don't know. I don't want to get too deep in the politics. Let me just excuse myself, gentlemen. I have to go play on Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to seeing all of you back here again in December. <laughs> <laughs> all Good right. evening, gentlemen. <laughs> God, we need to... Oh, politics used to be so good, man. Yeah. You took all the FDRs. Like, how come we used to have these rich aristocratic assholes who then were awesome at being president? Yeah. We don't have that anymore. I mean, Kennedy, too. 
I know a lot, I know a lot of people online like to like shit on Kennedy and say he like wasn't actually good or whatever, but nah. He was cool. The CIA killed him because he was good. He yeah. wanted he wanted to do disarmament. You know, he was gonna get us out of Vietnam, I do believe that. You see, um he was like cool and like got pussy, so that was enough for me to like like him. So I think the CIA will but the CIA kills any president who gets pussy. This is this is the problem. Yeah, they got rid of Bill Clinton because mm-hmm. they, they couldn't kill him. There's too much like a there's too many cameras. Was, yeah, there. there's too many cameras. Yeah, they 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 killed JFK. They paralyzed FDR. Yeah. So they paralyzed him, so we couldn't get any more pussy. Actually. Exactly, because they knew he was tearing it up with that secretary. Yeah. Basically. They his dick. Pills. <laughs> Now, now, let me take my dick pills before I go to bed. <laughs> just, just hold, hold on there, Martha. I, I just need a minute. <laughs> Unwrap this miracle pill for the modern man. <laughs> Forty-five seconds. Here we come. I'm glad I got my stopwatch ready. <laughs> hold on, honey. I've got to stop. Start the stopwatch. <laughs> Can you imagine anyone insane enough to just, like, start a stopwatch? (laughs) Imagine it's, like... like... (laughs) Imagine it's, like, one of those, like, train conductor's watches. Like, it's it's gold. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he's got it in his pocket. He's he's still wearing a full suit the whole time. (laughs) And in his breast pocket, he's got, like, a conductor's stopwatch. (laughs) He blows a train at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Woo-woo! Uh, that's an all-time bit. God damn it! No one's thought of that. We were the first. We 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 came up with a bit. that. That's a bit. If this episode gets deleted by the computer, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm, first thing I do is I'm putting this shit on the Google Drive. Yeah, make a copy. I'm putting it on the. I Google. will hang myself. I think I might just go turn myself into the to the Baltimore City Police Department. Uh, not why for, just to get murdered? Like, yeah, for no reason, but just to see like what they do to you. Yeah, it's an incredible. Balt the Baltimore City Police Department is just cartoonish. Yeah, in how evil they are with the planting evidence. Uh, the Gun Squad. The Gun. The Gun Squad is great, actually. They more than two more than twenty five hundred criminal cases have been thrown out. Because of the Baltimore Gun Squad, um, this is for for the uninitiated listeners. The Baltimore Gun Trace Task Force uh, under Mayor Stephanie Rawlings Blake a couple yeah. of years back. This was around Freddie Gray riot time, although it lasted a couple of years longer. Um, they did some regular scumbag bullshit of just like millions Bribes of dollars and... overtime and bribery. Uh, but then they were also just incredible for just planting weapons and drugs and crime scenes just all the time. Um, and just, like, they, they were so bad and got caught so many times that just, like, every case they've ever been associated with has now had to be thrown out, and they're just releasing people from prison. Uh, <laughs> which yeah. is astonishing. Anyone can be, like, anything can be bad enough to get people released from prison because our system seems to be designed to prevent that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah. Were they the same ones who killed that detective, or was that a different? It's thing? uh, that was like part of an internal investigation, I think, into the police department as a whole. 
And, you know, that guy would have been uh, Detective Suter, I believe his name Detective was. Detective Sean Suter, federal witness. He would have been, you know, pretty important. Uh, he, was, yeah, he, he, was, was, he was a witness, yeah. He was, a he was totally assassinated. Um, he was not, he, they barely even disguised it. Like, they, like, he went out, like, he had a regular partner, but they swapped him out for some random dude who, like, sh- shot him in the back of the head, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, waited several minutes, never radioed it in, called it in on a personal cell phone. Like, all of it, it was so, it is mind-blowing. No one has ever, and no one ever will face consequences for this. Oh, yeah. Just, Jesus fucking Christ. One of the, the, the most broken city in America. It, it, it's like, I bet it would be something like 95% of the, of the police department, at least in the city. Mm-hmm. Is is like in on this bullshit? I, I, it's just like I don't see. Like I think you cannot be in there if you are not. I think they will like force you, you out, out yeah. or kill you if you do not cooperate in just their nakedly criminal activity. Yeah, just incredibly crooked. I mean, and and because of that, it's just impossible to do anything about it. Yeah, because they will just destroy you if you attack them. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, my they're going to assassinate Brandon Scott or something. Yeah, what if they do that? Yeah, we got the new quote-unquote progressive mayor. I do think he seems like a decent guy, but oh yeah, I, I like. I don't, I don't trust anyone to actually be able to manage that situation. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I, it's out of his hands. I think. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was saying he seems like a good guy, but it's it's. He, you, he you seems don't... to get it. He seems to be one of the only ones who actually gets it. Yeah. I don't know how much he can get done in this city as a good guy. Oh, I mean, it's so... And I mean, it's... I mean, the problems are so... And the problem is there's no way to solve this without sinking hundreds of millions of dollars in that city. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just the reality of the situation is, like, if you don't make actual investments to solve these problems... And not just into like buying fucking more spy planes for the cops. Did you see that? Yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah, they're just like they have just been literally like it's a Baltimore is a city that does not have a lot of money to to spare, and they have just been burning cash flying yeah. fucking surveillance planes over the city. Last which time, have not done anything. Have not done anything to make anyone safer. Last time I was in, in the city with my friends, I remember seeing one. Yeah, it's just. It is absolutely insane. Just, oh, Christ. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and the whole thing is just, oh, the state is set up in such a way that, like, the Republicans will always have enough, like, racist Democrats. Yeah, they always win with uh, District 1. Strip, strip money. Yeah, exactly. There's just strip money from, from Baltimore, yeah. which is the economic nerve center of the whole state. Although they are successfully shifting that south into the rich D.C. suburbs. But, um, yeah. Oh my god, incredible. Nothing is getting better. No, it probably won't. No one is making anything better. At any level of our government, we are not allowed to believe in good things. Yeah. This country is dying and is going to drag all of us to the bottom with it. I can't wait till uh, Larry Hogan runs for president or something. Oh, it's and gonna be funny because he's gonna get fucking owned, man. He he he's gonna get like one percent, and uh, oh, dude looks like a fucking. Bum. I don't care <laughs> if he survives cancer. 
He's going to get 1.5% of the vote uh, because, like, I don't know, like, uh, the QAnon candidate's going to call him a pedophile <laughs> and, like, just immediately win the debate and, like, become the next president. Because yeah. Joe Biden shit isn't winning anything. And Kamala Harris could only do worse. Right. You know? It's like, uh, he's going to get, he's going to do terribly and then, like, all the Northern Maryland people I know are just gonna be like fucking shocked because it's like what he's so he's so popular here. Like, yeah, he appeals. Meanwhile the, meanwhile, the people who are real Republicans in Maryland are all gonna be like, hey, he's a fucking uh, socialist." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Larry Hogan is secretly black. <laughs> <laughs> he's been. He's Man, wearing he's a pedophile. He's wearing he's white. Jewish. Face. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's he's wearing he's he's a. Black Jewish pedophile, and he's been wearing a white face. <laughs> yeah, I was always voting for uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know actually any other. Uh, the the Taylor Greene call call field ticket. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's just a rapist, right? Yeah, I think he's wheelchair bound too, which is maybe he no, got it. So. No, he is. I swear to God. I think he got into the FDR situation, man. No way. There's no way he was that good at sex. Well, maybe not, but he is wheelchair bound. That's for damn sure. Yes. Uh, I don't believe that. No, he's wheelchair bound. Are you kidding me? Google him. He be a rapist in a wheelchair. I don't know if he's a rapist or not. He's a rapist. Oh. I was just reading about Twitter. Yeah. Women say Madison Cawthorn harassing Yeah, yeah. It's actually the first article that comes up when you Google it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's wheelchair-bound and somehow a rapist. So, I guess credit where it's due. But yeah, what the you gotta ask those women, how do you get raped? No, he was in a car accident at 18. While on spring break, okay, so he was totally trashed. <laughs> but, uh... How do you get... I don't know. I don't know. Bullshit. How do you be, how are you fucking rapist when you're in a wheelchair? I don't know. God. <laughs> this guy's a fucking caricature, man. Yeah, just the way his head looks. Yeah, somebody needs to do something bad to him. Nobody will. No one ever does. These people never get what they deserve. Yeah. They don't. One day. Eh, probably not. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> we always... There's gonna be, like, a Maoist revolution of Appalachians and, uh... Yeah, the John Brown Gun Club. Yeah. And, uh, they're gonna hold off the U.S. Army in the mountain. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Kyle. Uh, thank you for listening to episode two of the gravy train podcast um just now as i'm editing i realized that i cut that last sentence short and um i we also didn't record an outro for this episode so uh this is the outro uh fuck you this podcast isn't getting any better uh give me fifty dollars fuck you